0: And we'll start from the beginning I'm going to
1: a city that's set on a hill The ruler and maker is the Lord God above Oh, I'm going to a city
0: Hello everybody, God bless you today, we're here and we're going to have a great program today for you, we have our special guest, Jackie Alnor, and she's been making the devil mad for quite a few years, (laughs) amen, so uh, I want to give a big hello to all our listeners around the world, especially in England, Great Britain. Canada, Australia, and you're sure having your trials and tribulations over there, and South Africa. Those are some of the the most listeners come from those countries, but we do have listeners in many many other countries, and we're very grateful for that. So, also, if anybody wants to contact me, you can email me Susan at propheticnews.com, and I I will answer your emails. I always have time to answer my emails, so you can give me a shout out there. Also, we have our YouTube channel, Susan Puzio, and that's there for you. Our website, propheticnews.com, and we have our two books, Seed Faith, Can a Man bride God, and Paula White the miracle-selling huckster who became the spiritual advisor to the world's most powerful man. We're going to talk a little bit today about Paula. Jackie and I will be talking about that. So all those things are out there for you, and we're going to have a great program. Praise the Lord forever. Hello, Miss Jackie Elnor.
2: Greetings, Susan and all the listeners.
0: Yes, all our listeners, all the listenership's been going up and up and up. Every, I'm telling you, we've, last week we had tremendous listenership. And so, yeah, somehow, some way, the word is getting out even more. So we're increasing, which I'm grateful for, because I think we, just, we have a very timely message. And, we're, of course, we're not the only ones that are out there fighting for the faith. And, uh, that's what we're supposed to be doing because there's so much false doctrine out there that can confuse people forever. And, uh, we're out there. It's so there's always room for apologetics because people could say, well, apologetics, yeah, a lot, it's not scripture. Well, there's plenty of scripture there where, uh, we're told to rebuke, to, uh, throw people out of the church, certain people, (laughs) rebuke (laughs) a heretic, rebuke a heretic, and then after the first and second admonition, reject. That's pretty heavy uh, scripture there. So we have plenty of scriptures that tell us how to handle false doctrine, and we cry aloud and spare not. Amen? Amen. Amen.
2: And there's so much to cry aloud about, uh, especially <laughs> in this time of the Great Apostasy and and the current generation almost not even hearing about Jesus Christ. Uh, I was just, you know, looking at a secular program with some young people talking about how since 9/11 things really changed and and the authoritarian grab happened after 9/11. That being the excuse for, you know, the Patriot Act and things like that, and then this one girl, she says, "Well, I was only eight months old when 9/11 happened, and so I, I don't remember life any other way than is the way it is today. So all yeah. of what you guys are talking about, I, I, I never experienced that, and and so I think the challenge is reaching that generation because literally they grew up." Uh, in school, with things like project self esteem and all these um, concepts, of, and you know, critical base theory is now the big thing. But as they, as the ones who are now reaching voting age, they grew up with a whole different world than we did, and That's they, very true. And, and so, when, when she said that, I felt really bad because I thought, you know, they are going to be the hardest ones to reach, but are they also? the generation that God is going to judge and so all the more necessary for us to find a way to reach these you know 20 something people because you know it it doesn't look good for
0: that generation yeah the thing is i think that we just have to go back to good old gospel because that's how I got saved. I didn't have a light show, and I didn't have smoke. <laughs> and, and I, yeah. So you don't have to... Just be preach the word and mm-hmm. make it simple. Really, Jesus just says, if I be lifted up,
2: I will draw all men to myself. And he needs to be lifted up. And That's the problem is, this church mainly... Um, Today's church, the one where the young people are attending, if they do attend, it's not about Jesus, it's about them. And you know, we yes. spoke yes. we spoke earlier of this church in um, I hate to start off with it, but it just follows. The church called Zo V O U V O U S V O U S
1: Okay V O U
3: S.
2: So I took yeah. I put it into the translator and it came out french for you y o u oh and wow. see, see and that is so typical because th- this this particular pastor was born in 1984 so he's one of that generation that wasn't raised correctly <laughs> even even though his his uh, distant cousin was uh, the late david wilkerson that didn't make a difference for this rich no. wilkerson who names his church you and, and, yeah. that, and I think that that really exemplifies where this false church is today uh, and speaking of vu meaning you, they say that um, uh, their, their purpose page if you their vision page says at vu, at we believe we've been called to influence culture, not shy away from it. Since the beginning, our mission has been to bring people who are from God close to Him. i you know, what people are from God, it, uh, you know, and, and to bring them close to Him. That's a that's a strangest vision thing I've ever heard. And um,
4: <laughs> and it
2: says, uh, well, our focus will always be on building the local community. We also believe God has called us to resource the global church. Now, is that the purpose of the church is to influence, uh, you know, and build the, com- the the local community? Well, it's full of unbelievers, not if you don't give them the gospel. But um, this, I, I just saw this particular church as typical of that generation we're just speaking of because... Those are the things that, that, that they want to hear. That's what the itching ears today want to hear. And, and these kids grew up with all the motivational speakers, you know, the guy living in the van down by the river and all the motivational speakers out there, Tony Robbins and all of them. And that's what they want to go to church for, to get motivated and to be a better you or a better zoo,
0: <laughs> because <Yes>.
2: that's that's <laughs> what what they're there for.
0: Yeah, so, well, yeah, the Bible says we're we were wretches and uh we're still working out our salvation with fear and trembling. So I don't know. Yeah. They just don't think more highly of yourself than you ought. So what are they yeah. doing?
2: And yeah. can you imagine naming your church who, meaning you? Well that's, it's very that's, successful. Well, you know, I think it just, again, exemplifies this, this younger generation, the ones that weren't even around at 9-11. Can you believe that? Because 9-11 was 20 years ago.
0: Well, you can tell the the, the spirit of rebellion that's in the world because, and it's not only this age group, uh, I've noticed lately especially When you ask anybody not to do something that they're not supposed to do or you might offer a word of counsel, oh, immediately they're offended. And then they're thinking of of some way to get revenge because Mm -hmm. you said something. And, no, it's very, very strange, very, very disrespectful, uh, some people are. And so I see that it's just getting worse by the day and yeah uh, we yeah we have our work cut out for us that's for sure i know and and i you know i'm always praying for the the younger
2: people that did it you know that are from that age group that they could reach their generation and um you know and there's a few that i personally pray for all the time who i see that uh, the lord is using and you know, and I think they can reach that generation better than we can. I ha- I think the best we can do for our generation is is uh, try to hold on to one another, that we each don't slip a- apart away from our confession of faith because oh, yeah. there's so many people backsliding. People who were on fire for Jesus back in the 70s and 80s and who just have gone apathetic, and it's... Uh, you know, there's that danger with the older things.
0: There really is, but that's, I think we always have to go back to our first love, and of course the book of Revelation talks about that, and always have, we always have to remember where we came from and how Jesus brought us out from the uh, pig pen of the world, really, mm-hmm. and how how he set us free, so if we could go back to to that, And try not to spend so much time thinking about all the things that we're going through right now, because it's just like I was thinking today about how they get to they want people to hate people that are unvaccinated, for instance. So they want you to direct people that are vaccinated. They want you and the government promotes this hatred is they want you to hate the person that doesn't have a vaccination. But what I say is, why don't we go after the people that have, have unleashed this thing on the world? It's a war crime, what's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Be angry at the people that have unleashed this, this thing that's going on now for almost two years, and it's never ending. And every day we're hearing about another person that we know dying from this thing. So it's the, the anger and the frustration is misdirected, and they want you to... Take, their, take the focus off the not, being, not coming against the country or whoever did this thing to the world because of economic reasons. And it's the same thing. You see the same parallel in the church where they don't want you to say certain things about certain preachers or they're going to take you off television, they're going to take you off radio, they're not going to put you in magazines and that kind of thing because it all comes down to the money. Yeah, yeah,
2: and control and control. It, it, yeah, and, and it's, it's a weird thing to watch because there's so many things as we look around at the news and the awful things that are going on. I think it's easy to lose our own focus on the fact that we are citizens of a heavenly kingdom and this is not our home. We're just passing through. We're strangers and pilgrims. And I think believers lose that idea, just like this this you church is, uh, you know, it's all about you. Well, it's not all about us. We are yeah. supposed to be ambassadors from yeah. the heavenly kingdom to this world. So as soon as we start getting ourselves so entrenched in this world, then we lose sight of whose kingdom we're a part of. And yeah. his kingdom is to come. Thy kingdom come. And it will, but in the meantime, we're his ambassadors, <laughs> and we're not of this world. In fact, we're told if the world loves us, then we're, not, then we're not even his, you know, because the world's not going to love us, and if they do love us, look out, you, you know, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> because that
2: means you're a part of it, and we're not to be a part of it. I get so many people arguing with me, like on Facebook and stuff, if I say we shouldn't join this mass rebellion and rise up and, and, you know, create this holy war and this crusade and the coming civil war, if I speak against those things, well, then you just don't care about having a better world for your grandchildren and stuff like that. And you see how in, in the wrong direction that puts a person, that puts you in the mindset that this is, this is your home when it's not. No, and exactly. I, I love what Jesus said. He says, "If this, if this were my kingdom, my, 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 I'd have soldiers fighting for me." I forget if that's a bad paraphrase, but but Jesus didn't have that. You know, he no. could have he could have brought yeah. down the angels and everything, but yeah. that wasn't his purpose. And we're no. we belong to him, so that's not our purpose. And I I. I think if we get too wrapped up in looking at all these scary things in the world that doesn't, isn't even our, our home, we're just visitors here, and then we could get discouraged because we've got our focus off Jesus when we, when we focus on, on the storm instead of on Jesus who rises above that storm. As he overcame the world, we're to overcome the world also. I mean, why would he say, yeah, you're going to, in this world, you're going to have temptation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Well, if, if that's yeah. what there is to overcome, then why are we joining in and trying to make, oh, we want to make a good community in this world? That's not our point. That's not our purpose. And uh, and that's why Jesus says it's the, it's the few, and few there are that find it, because the masses are going along with this, idea of changing the world like that's our our purpose for being here. No it's not. It's being a light in the world and drawing men to Jesus and women.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. to
2: join join in with them.
0: Yeah, well yeah. Exactly because it's like you uh posted the other day that the New World Order from coming. You can't stop the book of Revelation from happening. It's gonna happen. So you can't direct your your focus 100% on uh, trying to stop what's, what's going to happen. And we're seeing little by little our freedoms vanishing, the freedoms that were given by the world anyway. But So, yeah, we have to try with all our might to stay strong in the Lord because it, it's It's hard. It can't be easy for anybody out there that has to get up and go to work, has to Mm -mm. send their kids to school, and you have to be exposed to whatever is out there. You don't even know where this thing is, where it's lurking. And even when people are tested, they don't always come back positive. And so anyway, it's, it's, it's the craziest time I've ever lived in, that's for sure. Well, it's a balancing act. You have to
2: resist evil. And at the same time, you can't fight against and you're not going to win the world for Jesus. He says, if they hated me, they're going to hate you. That's what he said. And he said, in spite of that, you still preach the truth and preach the gospel. And when you do, men will hate you. That's what Jesus said. We're not going to win over this world. We're going to hopefully as we lift him up, he's going to draw people out of this world. And so it's not all about
0: you or you. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know? all about you. Yeah, all about you, yeah. Because that's a I pretty mean, shallow way to live anyway. It's like, what are you teaching people?
2: <laughs> have you ever heard of a more shallow name for a church?
0: No, they're they're the hip young thing. They're, they're uh, quite successful as far as, they have a pretty good-sized congregation. I think they have a few campuses. That's the new word for right, where, yeah. the, where the church is located. But I don't know what they're learning over there, why you have to call a church a campus. Anyway, that to me is kind of strange. But, yeah, it's uh, it's difficult. I think my, my heart really goes out to people today. It's hard to live every day and to participate in society because it's, nothing's normal anymore. Going to the grocery store is not normal. Going to the mall is not normal. There's a hundred NFL football players that are tested positive this past week or so with this virus. Yeah. They have to delay their games. People aren't going to the movies. They were closing down Broadway shows. The Rockettes had to close down their show. So, Nothing's normal. People can't even go if they want to go out and enjoy themselves. They're afraid. But we're to be salt and light in that dark.
2: So the darker the world gets, the more we have to to not hide our light under a bushel. Because there's so many people that just compromise with the culture and say, well, I, I don't want to get them mad, so I'm not going to say anything like what you were talking about earlier, because they won't like it. Yeah, they'll, they'll say I'm judgmental. And so uh, – but yet we're to speak the truth in, to unrighteousness. And when we do that, they're not going to like us. And so we can't fool ourselves and think we're just going to win everybody over um, because if he's if – the, if the Father isn't drawing these people, they're not going to truly come to Jesus. But if, if the Father is drawing them and we lift up Jesus – then they will come out of all of that. But this world is something to come out of,
0: not to join up with. Oh, it's definitely something <laughs> to come out of, but that's the thing. If Jesus if Jesus saved us, he could save these people too, because we we grew up in a, in a in the sixties we were teenagers and yeah. they couldn't get more wild than that. But anyway, <laughs> let me just let me just check this here and see how we're even though my friends in the chat room say no static and they're telling me that everything sounds good, but I'm just going to see how we're coming across. And then we're going we're gonna to get into this discussion. Says, no static and they're telling me that everything sounds good, but I'm just going to. Oh, it does sound good. We're coming Thank across. You. Yeah, it comes up. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, there was something, and I know I've talked about it the last few weeks, but there's something that I, I, it's so disturbing. And it's just something that we really have to watch out for. And Jackie and I are going to talk here about this Paula White bowing down. Now, when I mentioned this last week, that she had gone to Korea, South Korea, to speak for Mrs. Moon, she spent, I think, five days in these conferences there. And there was actually a, a video that came out this week with her actually bowing down to Mrs. Moon, who is an antichrist cult leader that says she's the Holy spirit says that she's the only begotten daughter of God born without sin. This is the woman that Paula white bowed down to last week. And then of course she did not tell her congregation and we're going to play the audios. She did not tell her congregation, uh, that she, she told the congregation she was going to South Korea and what a wonderful time she had. And she ministered to a million people. And, but she forgot to tell them she went to see Mrs. Moon and that she was bowing down to Mrs. Moon. So I wonder what people in her congregation would think if they found out the truth about their pastor. But that's, people can be so isolated in a church and they'll never go on the internet maybe and try to find out things about your pastor. But I would encourage you that no matter what ministry you're following, do your homework because they are deceivers. This is shocking to me that this woman is on so-called Christian television all over the place, posing as a Christian.
2: Um, That's what she is, a poser.
0: Fraud. (laughs) The
2: fraud, (laughs) yes. Well, again, money money talks, and – you know, and she's in favor with the former president, and you know, and he knows that's what attracted him to her. Is they
0: they have a love of money. Yeah. Well, here's Trump. I'm going to play this clip first. Here's Trump last week. He he made a video especially for Paula for Pastor Appreciation Day, which they played at her church. Well, here he is.
3: Let me um. Uh... A little off script here, but you know, we had Pastor Appreciation Week a couple of weeks ago, and, and really just to be 52 weeks out of the year. You guys, very, it was amazing, right? no? But you know, there was a, a very special person in your life. I have no that, idea what he's doing right that, now, uh, so I'm can you see this look. This is called nervous. That's this why you look at <laughs> way right here. Okay, <laughs> I go through something. But there's I a need. very special person who wanted you need to them. Let's take a look at the screen right
5: here. Pastor Appreciation Day is very special, but there's nobody more special than Paula White and the incredible job she does. She represented the evangelicals and, frankly, religion in the White House, and she did it with her heart and with her soul, worked so hard. She was somebody that, no matter where I was, no matter what it took. I was always available for Paula because she speaks so importantly about what she does and she loves what she does. There's nobody that worked harder. So I just want to congratulate Paula and tell her that you are indeed appreciated. You are appreciated far more than you would even know. Everybody that knows you loves you and respects you. I want to thank you. I want to thank John. I want to thank everybody there and everybody that has gone so far as to just spend your time and your effort, and in some cases your money, on helping Paula and what she does. She's been an incredible person, and I really thank God for her support because we've done tremendous things together, and we have not stopped. And you're going to all be very happy. We have not stopped. Thank you all very much, and Paula, congratulations.
1: Mr. Paula, Pike <laughs> Wow. Thank you. Thank you guys. Oh, 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 that was an overwhelming moment I didn't expect. Maybe it's all the time zones. <laughs> and, wow. I love you guys.
3: Uh, y'all are the y'all are the true called <laughs> Saints of God.
1: I just am overwhelmed. She loves Boy, she that's, loves
2: called, that's the praises of men and that's not what we're here for <laughs> but that's what she gets is the praises a bunch of
0: men of lies. Lies. a bunch of lies one lie mm-hmm. after another everybody knows her loves her what's she talking about he doesn't even know her if he knew her how would he even uh, be promoting such a woman
2: uh, I don't know you know, it, 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 we 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 wondered that from the beginning, and he has only increased his admiration of her. It's like she's the link to evangelicals. Oh, yeah, How could did you even see. call her an evangelical? I mean, yeah. what what does that mean anymore? That's become a useless title, especially with the likes of her and um, sojourners and some of these you know, other guys calling themselves evangelicals uh, there's even a, a homosexual organization called Evangelical for Christ and that is a, a gay a gay movement and and so it, the term has really lost its meaning and um, because the true meaning of an evangel is one who goes out and proclaims Christ to this fallen world and so I don't know of anyone carrying that label of evangelical who could you know who is truly an evangelical.
1: Yeah, well here's
0: Paula. Here's the the great woman. Here's Paula White two weeks ago saying at at the Moon conference, saying Mrs. Moon loves What A you great boy.
3: joy and honor it is to be here today. Giving honor to the distinct distinguished faith leaders and to all those that are serving in capacity of religion and faith and making a tremendous difference. I am honored to participate in this historic interfaith prayer rally for the peaceful reunification of the Korean Peninsula. I want to take a moment and honor as well as encourage Mother Moon for her great work as a spiritual leader who loves the Lord and seeks to carry out and to comfort the heart of God in all the areas of conflict in the world. She is truly a jewel from God. I thank you for not quitting or giving up, Mother Moon, for the persecution and suffering has been intense. Because of your courage, tenacity, and bold spirit that is cloaked in love for God and humanity, we are seeing revolutionary opportunity around the world for peace and unity. As we are reminded in Matthew chapter five, verse nine, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Oh
2: yeah, or the or the only begotten daughter of God,
0: huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, she loves the Lord. She loves herself because she thinks she's the Lord. Uh,
2: well, yeah. And so is Paula now a Mooney? I, I, you know, the Mooney yeah, have always what been known to be the one of the worst, dangerous cults on the planet, next to Scientology, perhaps. Um, And, you know, and Sun Young Moon, you know, claimed that he came to fulfill what Jesus failed in and that he was the new Messiah who had to finish the work that Jesus started and didn't finish. That is what he claimed to be. And then again, his wife being the Holy Spirit and the only begotten daughter of God. um, this This is, what would you call it, like um, institutionalized blasphemy, and that's what they're, she wants to bow and give a peace offering of flowers before this, this widow who thinks she's the Holy Spirit, and everybody bows before her and presents her gifts. I mean, this is even more blatant than people bowing before the Pope and kissing his ring. Yeah. You know, they're calling him Holy Father, of course, which is. Uh, the only one ever referred to in the Bible as Holy Father was God himself. And that's what the, the people giving gifts to the Pope do and bow before him and kiss his ring. This is wholesale blasphemy that uh, again is just begging for the judgment of God. Uh, He's when he brings on the judgment of this world, he is, he is quite just in doing so. When you see this is the way our leadership all over the globe, is is taking the people against
0: God. Yes, against God. And and, uh, I want to encourage all the listeners, please call your local television stations if they call themselves Christian, and if Paula White's on the station, please call the station manager and the programmer and inform them of this. There's also some videos out there you can see of her bowing down to Mrs. Moon, and you can get these clips and send them and ask them, how could they leave this woman on the air to deceive people, to lead God's people astray? And also, if your pastor is a friend of hers or promotes her in any way, shape, or form, inform the pastor. And if he won't do anything about it and and, uh, disassociate with this woman, then you need to leave that place immediately.
2: Absolutely, because you don't want to be included in their judgment. You don't want to be in league with them. That's why Jesus says to some of the churches in the book of Revelation, come out of her, my people, and do not join in her plagues. Because, you know, you don't want the fallout in such a place when the hammer falls.
0: And boy, it will. Oh, it will. Now, here's... uh... Here's Trump now. Trump, about two months ago, he spoke for Mrs. Moon. So here's, he not only thinks Paul is tremendous, he thinks Mrs. Moon is tremendous. The use
4: uh, in HHS of uh, fetal tissue for research. And uh, oh. I think that in December there's there were articles that said that, uh, I guess it was the Universal uh-huh.
5: Peace Federation, and in particular, Dr. Hawk Jahan Moon a tremendous person for her incredible work on behalf of peace all over the world. Her story of escaping from North Korea at five years old, at the outset of the Korean War, is an amazing example of the power of faith in Almighty God. I also want to thank her late husband, Reverend Moon, for founding the Washington Times, an organization for which I have tremendous respect and admiration.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're they're given over, and you, don't you wonder what the giving record is from the Moonies over to these people?
0: How I wonder how much well, of campaign. To see it. I would.
2: Yeah. Love to how see much it. did they put into his campaign?
0: A lot to get him to say that.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> and this is an abomination. It's an absolute abomination, and what makes it even worse are people who would link up, link arms with Paula White and join in with her as some people who beforehand were were more respectable, even, you know, pastors, various pastors, Robert Jeffress and, um, you know, well. Jack
0: Graham, Franklin Graham. Yeah, Jack Gibbs, uh, I think even. Yeah. A, oh yeah, yeah, he, he was on you know. her team at one point.
2: Oh, not only that, they shared this this morning break this this, this online Bible study and a prayer for Trump back in yeah. you know for the for the twenty twenty yeah. election. Wow. Uh, these are strange bedfellows. Very and, strange. And once a person crosses that line, I think. They lose their candlestick of their church when they do that uh, because it grieves the holy, the true Holy Spirit. I don't think it grieves Mother Moon
0: in the slightest, but it does grieve the Holy you Spirit. You Mother Moon uh, is an insane person. She belongs in an institution. Uh, years ago when my, my mother's friend, I was a little girl, six or seven years old, and her best friend's husband, Started to believe he was Jesus, and he grew long hair and he wore a, a white robe. They took him to an insane asylum. This woman, Trump is praising, that says that she's God.
2: Yes, but you know, it's just Can't indicative of what the whole of what the Antichrist is going to do. It was yeah. always like, how could anyone follow some guy who claims to be Christ, and yeah. yet, yet because they. Because people like the Moonies, you know, following a guy claiming to be the Messiah, you know, Sun, Young, Moon, and then this. It just
0: shows that people will indeed follow such a man. Yes, that's what it's showing us. This is exactly what this is showing us right here. It's plain. It's very, very frightening. It upsets me very, very much. And I personally... Uh, called our local station to make them aware of it. I'm going to call back and find out what they're going to do about it because if they keep her on the air, uh, whoa, whoa, that's what I say. So please call your local station, complain, let let it be known and follow up on it and find out what they're going to do about it because we need to warn people. This is dangerous. Yeah, but Again,
2: is the professing church so far gone that they don't care anymore uh, other than a remnant? Uh, You know, I I can't help thinking that the masses that claim Christ are joining together with the Catholic Church. They're joining together with anybody as a political, you know, a, a mixture of politics and religion. And uh, you know, the old mystery Babylon <laughs> that's all coming yeah. together and thinking they can have uh, safety in numbers, and so yeah. all that matters is the number game. And yeah. so, and so if 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 you proclaim the truth of Jesus Christ and the truth that He is coming back and He's going to judge, then that's 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 giving in. That's that's being
0: a loser. You see, if if you proclaim that. Well, we we have to stick together, we have to take a bold stand for the gospel because there's people's eternal destiny is at stake at stake. And that's serious. It's serious business. Mm-hmm. If we really if we really believe that we can preach the gospel to people, we can tell people the plan of salvation. And we do it because we love people, because we know what Jesus has done for us. And Then on the other hand, you have these deceivers out there that have so much of a public presence and they're able to deceive so many people. And so even with Donald Trump, terrible, terrible deception, terrible deception. And then uh, what I found out this week, and I didn't know this, and, and, and this was so upsetting to me. This Dr. Francis Collins, who was the, the head of the Nas- National Institute of Health, he was uh, actually put into office by Obama. And, uh, but then Trump, Trump let him stay there, this Francis Collins. And Francis Collins believes in using aborted baby tissue for experiments, yeah. You know, yeah. Well. That's not
2: pro life. You no, know, that's just more reason for the coming tribulation. You know, when when all the seals will be broken and the vials will be poured out, and all of that's going to happen, and it's because of such things. And uh, you know, when we when we give the gospel to people, uh, we have to tell them to count the cost. Are they willing? to lose their life in order to save it because of that narrow road that few there are that find it. And and we keep coming back to that because that's how the the few are fewer all the time, it would seem. And, um, you know, it's going to cost you everything. If you give your life over to Jesus Christ and you're going to lose it all here and win it all there. And that really matters that are people willing to do that. What was the parable about um, the, the wedding feast and, and you know, the, the servants were, the servants of the master was calling everybody, well, no, you know, I just got married, I got to do this or I just bought a field, yeah. I gotta check it out. Everybody was too busy and that infuriated the master. And he said, you know, and then he says, I'll go to the highways and byways. Well, you know, now is the time of the highways and byways because the invited yeah. guests are too busy with you. <laughs> and Since they're too busy about themselves, then we need to just go to the highways and byways at this point and be, I I, I always compared it to the harvest is past and nothing's left but the gleaning of the few to pick them out here and there and you're not going to gather up the big net, the big net anymore. It's going to be plucking them out of the fire one by one and in the highways and byways and that's where we are if you want to call use the the word they use prophetically, I like to analyze the way things are, not the way I think it's going to be, you know, in the year twenty twenty, or like all of these NAR people are always doing. Uh, it's it's they
0: don't even understand where we are today, let alone what's going to happen tomorrow. Oh yeah, exactly. Anyway, let me play this clip. Here's uh, Doctor Francis Collins claiming to be a Christian, and you'll find his. Some what You'll find some of the things he says quite shocking. Now, this is a Trump appointee, so listen to this.
4: about your faith here in the next couple of questions? How do you, because you've been very vocal about your faith, so how do you deal with issues of your faith while at the same time dealing with issues that may run counterintuitive to your faith, if that makes sense? Like, for example, the fetal issue research and, and other research issues. How do you deal with that? Yeah, that's a good question.
6: Actually, though, when you get into the details of a particular issue, mm-hmm. it often turns out that the conflict that people would assume must be just insurmountable can, in fact, uh, be put into a place where it makes sense, both as a person of faith who believes in the sanctity of human life and, and a person of science who's trying to come up with ways that science can save lives. Human fetal tissue is just one of those examples. And this is not an easy conversation for people to have because it's just got that sense to like, oh gosh, you don't wanna go there. But recognize after all that people are having uh, elective terminations of pregnancy every day and those materials are being discarded. If it was possible on a very rare instance for something that's about to be discarded with full consent after the decision, uh, by the mother, to be used to develop something that might save somebody's life, I think even God could look at that and go, okay, it's not the thing that I would have wanted to see happening, but as an ethical
0: <sighs> mm-hmm. He thinks does he that, has God on his side. Do you, does that leave you breathless? Well,
2: God is not on his side. And even God that, would
0: think that that was okay. Yeah,
2: well, again, they don't know God. And, no. and these people, everybody's talking about, what is it, someone used to say, oh, so many people talking about heaven, but very few of them are going there. <laughs> and so when you hear the, uh, you know, a Trump man uh, like that, you know, I, I think, you know, the thing with Trump and his circle of merry men, maybe they opposed some things that, you know, was good for our country for a while, but they did nothing to improve the quality of the church, because at, at, that was the expense, with all of these, these, this ecumenism, and he'd even go and visit the Pope and do all of this, with, with all the ecumenism, with that merger of religion and politics, all that has done is watered down the faith. That's what he succeeded yes. in doing yes. in his four years, is watering it down. And, and and bringing people like this who really convolute what the faith is so that no one knows what it is anymore. Yeah, because exactly. Because it's been watered down, thanks to Mr. Trump and Paula White and her associates yeah. and their circle of merrymakers. They have watered yeah. down the faith. And that's why you can have a successful church in Miami called EU.
0: Yeah, and it's quite shocking, this Dr. Francis Collins. and. So, you you have people that actually believe this that he's what are we cannibals now? I, do, do you want to make cannibals <laughs> out of us? That do you actually want people to believe that oh, well, they, there's pe- these pregnancies are being terminated anyway, so we might as well use the products or what they say products really, the babies?
1: Oh, these, but it, I don't um, like.
0: Fetal tissue research. I don't like any baby being called a fetus. No woman says, oh, I'm going to have, I'm pregnant with a fetus. I mean, who says that? You say I'm having a baby, but they've managed to mess that up so people don't even look at it like it's a baby. And then they say, oh, we might as well use that to try to help other people get healthy. They're crazy. These people are insane
2: you know, you know people are ignorant and willfully ignorant. It's so interesting. My um my daughter is expecting a baby and she's at the end of her first trimester, but she has an app on her phone that shows a facsimile of what the baby looks like and and she's only 3 months pregnant and you can see the fingers and the toes and the whole form of the baby. It's almost like everything after that is just adding to that little baby, and the baby is like the size of a strawberry, and yet the baby is fully formed. I, I didn't even know that until she showed me this in this app, and, and you can look on the screen, it'll show you the exact size of that little baby, and, and and then when she was two months along, I mean, what, seven or eight weeks, she had one of those um Sonograms, whatever they call those things, ultrasounds. Yeah. And, because, yes, the baby's heartbeat is at 141 beats a minute. So already you've got the baby's heart beating. You've got the perfectly formed baby. Everything else is just growth from there on out, and the development of organs and such. And you can't look at that and say that's just a blob of tissue. I mean, they they can't they can't fall back on that lie anymore oh. because.
3: there it is
2: you can just see it you can look at the ultrasound and see the face the nose the ears i mean it's unbelievable even in the first time i didn't even know that that in the first trimester that that the baby was that fully developed as far as the form goes even if the size
0: is still small that shocked me yeah well it's 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 awful it it, it's just sin upon sin but here's another uh well-known so-called evangelical rick warren endorsing his buddy there francis collins
2: center for faith and opportunity initiatives here at the department of health and human services and it's my privilege today to be here with two men who frankly do not need introduction pastor rick warren of saddleback church and dr francis collins of the director of the national Institutes of health we had the privilege to have a, a conversation a few weeks ago that was an off-the-record conversation with a small group of key faith leaders, and after that, Rick offered to do a an on-the-record conversation with Dr. Collins so that we could share it widely around the nation and around the world. So, Rick, we're so grateful for you, and thank you for your willingness to, to share this time with us and with Dr. Collins, and I'll turn the program over to you now.
4: I'd like to thank all of you first for tuning in and watching this because it's an item of absolute importance to our nation, and it's an area that I believe uh, the church needs to be taking the lead. Historically, uh, in pandemics in the past, uh, Christians have run to the pain, not from the pain, in order to care for the sick and, and help them and show hospitality, and it's really an honor today uh, to be with my dear friend, Dr. Francis Collins, and be able to ask him uh, uh, some questions about this pandemic, particularly about uh, COVID-19 and the questions that you're always uh, asking and wondering about in your mind. Let me say a personal word about uh, Dr. Francis Collins. Uh, We have been friends, he and I have been friends for many, many years. I think we first met years ago when we were both speaking at the Davos World Economic Forum And uh, we were two of the few Christians that were actually there at the time. And uh, we just hit it off and spent some time uh, together while we were there. I want to say, I personally know uh, Francis Collins to be a man of integrity. Uh, He is a man that you can trust. Um, He is a brilliant intellect. He is a widely respected researcher. Uh, You probably don't know this, but... You've heard of what he worked on. He led the Human Genome Project, and that project, of course, discovered the genes associated with many. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, god
1: yeah,
2: god help Where's us. My scarf bag again, you know, he's they're, they're both a part of the World Economic Forum, the ones behind the Great Reset, and they would endorse all of those things because they are leaven. They're leaven in the lump and their leaven has spread so far and wide. You know, yes. Rick Warren, again, him and Bill Hybels, who Willow Creek, you know, but he's, of course, it was immoral. And so they threw him out. And and now Rick Warren is, you know, retired a senior pastor. You know, he's pastor emeritus or whatever. And so he can do more of his, his global um, stuff, you know, hand in hand with, Elton John, you know, his lover. <laughs> and so, I mean, these, and I say that facetiously just because, you know, they're sat there together at some event holding hands to show their their togetherness.
1: And oh, so oh
2: yeah, oh yeah. It, it's amazing that these men, as Jude says, have crept in unnoticed. Yeah, They've crept, crept in, in. yeah. Yeah and, and, and it's scary when you read in there because of the worst of the darkness of, of forever is what is awaiting them, is what is being preserved for them. And that is a very you read Jude, it's one chapter. That's a very terrifying place to be in when you do what those what these men are doing. And you and again, their vision is global because on the, in the religious side of things, these are men with global aspirations and on yeah. the political side, the same thing. Yeah. And then they join together. I mean, I felt that that was interesting, him holding hands with, with Elton John like that because they're showing, um, you know, their camaraderie with, yeah, with we the world. You,
0: no matter what, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's camaraderie that yeah. we shouldn't have with the world. And I don't think anyone could represent The evils of the world better than Elton John is, you know, figuratively for him to be holding hands with.
0: Well, I think Rick Warren is scarier because he claims to be a Christian. And he he had that uh, best-selling book that sold quadrillions. And so he has a big voice. He's got a big audience. And for him to say that Dr. Francis Collins, oh, he has an exceptional intellect. What kind of an Mm. intellect is that? When you you're so stupid to believe that it's a good idea to take aborted children and use them for medicine,
2: it's just the wisdom of the world is foolishness yeah. to Christ. Yeah, and yeah, this yeah. is they're they're talking the wisdom of the world, not of spiritual. Can you imagine uh, the you know Mother Moon? Uh, you know Paula said she's spiritual leadership. Are you kidding me? How could you even use the term spiritual and moon in the same sentence? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because this is spiritual darkness in its most vile form. And so for them to, to join hands with these, this is, again, brings us back to the, to the warning to the seven churches in the book of Revelation that don't be a part of them. There's some of you that haven't, you know, defiled the flesh yet and get out of there. And because and it's interesting that those, that, that those letters and those warnings come right before the judgments fall and, yeah. and warning those churches before yeah. the judgment falls. And of course the last of the seven is the church of Laodicea, which thinks that she is rich and in need of nothing and doesn't realize that yeah. she's yeah. wretched <laughs> poor, blind and naked. And that is the church that is in, that is the you of today. And, yeah. um, you, it's, it's impossible to even go to a church. I mean, even you know my first church was Calvary Chapel Costa Mesa with uh, the late Chuck Smith, and now his son-in-law runs that church, and he's right in there having Rick Warren, yeah, he's his right in there, conferences oh. to to the men and oh. doing all this kind of stuff, and having him on pastors' perspective, and he, and that is oh. his his good buddy, and wow. uh, and then there's people like Greg Laurie who will bring. Rick Warren to speak on these so-called harvest crusades, which all of these Calvary chapels across the whole country are participating in. And, um, you know, and then of course he brings out all his, all his Catholic friends like Roma Dali and Mel Gibson and anybody who's, you know, who's who in Hollywood. And this is this mass love of the world that the church of Laodicea has. And that defines the church that wants to build the community because that's not what the church is here for. And especially in this time, you know, this day and age, when we're getting so close to the return of the Lord and there's, you know, these people are going to turn against the true saints. Yeah. And um, and because, because they think, like you said, more highly of themselves than they ought because they don't know that they are... Blind and naked, they
0: are naked. You can't get more blind and naked spiritually than Mother Moon, right? No, you can't get more blind and bowing down, bowing down, bowing yeah. down to Moon. No, yeah. I'm saying she loves the Lord. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh yeah, You see what you see where her her
2: former husband got all that. His name is Sun Young Moon. So he thinks he's the sun, and the moon reflects the sun. You see, I mean, it's a really sick theology. When you it's look very up, you well, see. like
0: I said, the, the, you know, you, you have to be a crate, you have to be insane, and something wrong with your head that you get. Imagine us getting up in the morning, and all of a sudden we're the Messiah. And we're saying we're born without sin. You have to have a screw loose in your head anyway. Here's Paula. Now, of course, Paula, she has this church called City of No Destiny there in Apopka, Florida. And anybody that might listen from there or live around there, please, please warn the people, those poor lost sheep over there, because she came to her church on Sunday after being in uh, South Korea. She failed to mention that she was with Mrs. Moon. Here she is.
3: Well, I feel so much love here. I love you guys so much. Miss you when I'm gone. Um, South Korea was amazing. Uh, I'm just telling you miracle after miracle. Went to South Korea. I left a day early, and when we got there, South Korea is one of the strictest countries for COVID, et cetera. And when we got there, had I arrived the day that I was supposed to leave, I would have been quarantined for 14 days because the government had changed everything. So I would have arrived five hours later. And because I had gotten a visa, which was almost impossible, over a 1,000 people had applied to come in, um, we were speaking to over a million people, had private meetings, meetings, because you know what I'm believing God for, the reunification of North and South Korea. And so I believe that will be the domino effect, that when that is opened up, it will allow the rest of the world to be opened up in every way for the gospel to be heard in every nation. Well, it looks like what I've been believing God for is going to happen. So the next step should happen within, and I'm being careful because we're worldwide right now, within months, by the end of the year, by the the next year. So God has already, already set up the next. But what people said and what they believed, they said, she is sent by God. Because to them, it was a miracle. Had I come five days later or five hours later, none of the meetings that I partook in, the million people that I was able to speak to would have never happened. If I would have waited to when my ticket was booked and I felt like the spirit said, go now. And so I changed everything, taped on Monday, changed my schedule and went. That was miracle number one. Number two, I was the only person out of a thousand, almost 200 something people that got in the country in the first place. And so they received me as a miracle sent by God. You know, God has your back. I said, God has your back. You don't have to worry about trying to get the door open. God will open the door. And when the door shuts, you pray and you praise. If it doesn't open, look at it as a blessing. Because God gives you moments that are such a bigger picture than anything. We seem to look at these, um, you know, lines like time, uh, but God is kairos, and God is cyclical, and there's things happening that that are so vital. You are world changers. I say it to you all the time, but it's going to be so important for so many reasons. Um, you are world changers. Think about that. I can never do, nor could you do. We're all connected together to do the bigger plan of God. I couldn't go there without you. Pastor Todd and I will be going to Vegas and it's not to go party. We're going to Vegas to go with John. Well, I feel so much love here. I love you guys so much.
0: She loves them so much. She loves them so much that she deceives them. Yeah, and world
2: changers, again. Oh, <laughs> it's, world it's big participating in the world. And it's interesting that she, when she referred to the north and south korea she referred to the unification when that's the name of the church yeah, is the unification yeah, church yeah, yeah and yet she didn't tell them that she was joining in with this un, this godless no. evil organization called the unification church and no, she this, never
0: told them
2: no. no no so she is a she is a deceiver through and through and i mean i i i fear for her from for what oh, i know her, her. It is I know. frightening what's ahead for her, that she's being a pawn in the devil's hand like this.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely uh, a pawn in the devil's hand. And you think like I said before, these people sit there Sunday after Sunday, and they, they don't search. Okay, yeah, know those who labor among you. Just don't go to a church and sit there. Search the Internet and find credible information, find audio clips, find video clips. So you can see who these people really are, because most of the people that are there really don't have a clue. They just go there and Trump comes on a video and she's going all over the world and she's going to help reunify. She's she's uh, now she's uh, Joan of Arc over there. So, they don't well, you that. know, she's
2: part. She is part of of this N.A.R., the new apostolic
0: yeah. reformation
2: and these false prophets and, and apostles of these last days. That though that's the that's her tribe. That's who she brings with her to go talk to the president and everything for the most part, other than the other ones that she brings in for credibility. Uh, but you know, but that's her gang, you know, the Lance Walnells and the yeah. joiners and all of these guys. That's yeah. her crowd. And their eschatology directs them because their eschatology tells them that they are the ones that are half. They are going to win the whole world over for Christ and then uh, they're going, you know, and only then will they, once they've won the whole world over and they rule the world because this is dominion theology that she's into, kingdom now is another word for it. And the fact that that's what she's trying to put forth, you see joining in with these big groups such as the, the Moonies, that just means that they can bring about the the uh, fulfillment of one of their false prophets that they used to follow, the the late Paul Cain, who really came on the stage through John Wimber of the Vineyard Movement, but he prophesied something that was going, that he prophesied their eschatology, and they've held on to it ever since. They uh, speak, people like Benny Hinn have looked back at at Paul Cain and Bob Jones, both who had horrible moral failures as to what was going to happen in the end times, but that these people are all working towards that end, that where there's going to be this huge um, last days revival. And they'll talk about that. We need this revival. Everybody's talking about the, the next great awakening. And yeah, the yeah. great awakening is supposed to bring the whole world to bow their knee at them. And that even even the, the secular news will just say, Wow, look at what's going on as, yeah. as people fill the stadiums. In fact, I'd like it if you'd play that Paul Kane prophecy because this is what this, this is their marching orders, okay? Yeah,
1: what this, here,
2: is, right. this evil homosexual Paul Kane said right, back in. I 19- saw that all of the great
7: stadiums and all the football fields all over the country were just filled with people seeking God. And over the loudspeaker comes words like this. And I heard it so as I'm hearing my voice now much clearer.
1: We have a resurrection.
7: This man was in the county hospital and he was pronounced dead this morning at 11 o'clock. We have a resurrection. He's come back to life. And then you just see people rejoicing and magnifying God. And it was just like a heavenly symphony. Everybody was just all making the most beautiful, harmonious worship. And then other paralytics would get up and walk, and other signs and wonders would occur before the vast uh, multitudes there. And this would be going on all over the world. And then I found myself in front of a television set. And when I turned the dial on, the very first thing I began to hear was a news anchor man saying, and this would be on ABC, CBS, and NBC and CNN, all of the. Major networks, I believe, will carry a story like this one day. And they were saying, "Ladies and gentlemen, the news anchorman, ladies and gentlemen, we have no news to report tonight. Only good news, seemingly. We just have good news tonight. And there are no sporting events to announce because all of the sports fields and all of the coliseums are filled with multitudes of people. And uh, you'll never believe what's happening. Uh, perhaps you will, but..." Uh, uh, there are resurrections from the dead. Paralytics are walking out of the wheelchairs and dropping special devices and, and this, all kinds of healings and miracles. And uh, it seems as though they're falling on their face in these stadiums. They're falling on their face and worshiping God. God is going to have a people that will be so much like Jesus you can't see them for the presence. And the presence of God is there it seems like the whole world is falling on their faces saying, Jesus is Lord, and the world is turning to God. Listen, friends, the church is going to become that first line of defense again. You hold that and remember
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Okay. So, those are their marching orders. And they take that man seriously. He is really like uh, the patron saint of the national, I mean, the, the New Apostolic Reformation, the NAR. That includes you know the the big names and all of the ones that they have uh made twice as sons of hell as they are, uh, such as that minister Rich Wilkerson jr, who is you know again spewing out the same eschatology, which is a false eschatology and can you imagine well it's good that that you know maybe one of the things he prophesied was true that they they weren't reporting news anymore. <laughs> 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 he needs. He named the main networks and CNN. They're not going the news anymore. No, well, just, we know uh, that's true. Let's play that. All these We're great signs and wonders well. are going on over here. Yeah, these are signs right. and wonders followers. The ones Jesus says that those who follow after after the signs and wonders are an evil generation. Oh yeah.
0: No matter what, the, the fact that he was having homosexual sex and he was I I saw his his profile on a dating. Site. No, I wasn't going to a dating site. I just happened to come across it. So I saw Paul oh. Kane. He had he had his picture up there. He was looking for dates. So uh, yeah. yeah, this is the guy that you know they they respected. But anyway, here's Wilkerson. I was here
6: last week. Uh, this is just I, I just 15 years of a ministry that's been touching the world. And if you're not careful, you will get so familiar with this crazy, out of control, radical freakish move of God that the world has never seen before. The Apostle Paul, he writes to the church in Rome, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. The creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. He's trying to get the church to get their eyes on something bigger. He's declaring out loud that the entire world is waiting on the church of Jesus Christ to rise up and take her proper position, her proper place, that there's something in us that the world is looking for.
0: (laughs) Your proper place. Yes, what is that? Yeah. 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 What is that? They're looking for Jesus. They're not looking for
2: us. (laughs) Can you imagine? Now, this man... He, uh, you know, he, he's a young man. He did the wedding of Kanye West and, uh, you know, and Kim Kardashian. He did their yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's one of these guys that worships at the stage of Hollywood, basically. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I was looking on his webpage, and they had different ministries listed. Instead of the worship leader, they call him the vocal the vocal minister. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's
0: all it is—is is vocal. Well, there's not. Yeah, there's not much <laughs> yeah. worship going right. on because they're always singing about themselves. We're gonna do this and we're gonna do that, and and so right. yeah, there's yeah. there's not there's not that much worship. So yeah, it's a, that's a good word uh, for it. But anyway, we have about fifteen yeah. minutes left here, so it's a sad state of affairs, uh, and we just have to try to stay strong through it all in, in God's word. And whenever, wherever you are, whoever you listen to, if they start going off the deep end, then that's it. Disassociate yourself. Sometimes it's hard because you, you're maybe your friends go there and you like to be with your friends. And sometimes when you take a stand for Christ and you, and you really take a stand for the gospel, your friends don't want to be your friends anymore.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, you'll get other friends, though. You will get other mm-hmm. friends that are like-minded. I remember that. I had a friend in high school and we were close friends in high school. So then we, I found her somehow and then I think I sent her an email or something and and uh, she answered me back. But then I, I think I sent her my website to try to tell her what I was doing now. I never heard from her again. I mean, she definitely didn't want to be my friend after mm. that. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of people like that from uh, the past where I would have been friends with them. I wouldn't have rejected yeah. them because they didn't know Jesus. But that's the thing. If you start talking about the Lord and uh, they don't want anything to do with the Lord, no matter how close you were at one time, they they don't want to be your friend.
2: Because their deeds are evil. And they don't yeah. want any light shining upon their evil deeds. And they don't want to leave, lose their evil deeds. I mean, I had a very good friend who, who was a homosexual. And when, as soon as I got saved, I couldn't believe the the reaction from this guy. It's like he went demonic. And I didn't even know the Bible spoke against homosexuality. I hadn't even given it a second thought. And he went ballistic on me and tried to give me this book called The Contradictions of the Bible and and, and says, until you read this, you were not welcome back in my house. <laughs> and I said, I don't want to read this. I, wanted, I don't need – I'm too – I just – I don't know the Bible yet myself. I don't want to read this and have it confuse me. Yeah, tell me about it later when I've read the Bible myself. Yeah.
0: Yeah, then I <laughs> could that make a judgment. an immediate, immediate, response was hate, and it was unbelievable. Yeah. Like hate. Jesus I know. Died. I couldn't believe hate. it. I know one person was one person that I liked so much when I was in my early twenties, and I I sent them a message. Oh, hello. I'm so glad I found you. Ooh, don't bother us again. And I was like, yeah. oh, gee, why? I, why? I thought so much of them because they were so kind to me, even though they weren't Christians. But, yeah, it's strange. We just have to hold steady no matter what happens because it's stressful. It, it, there's a lot of stress uh, that we oh, have to go and it's through. it's gearing up. The, the persecution is
2: gearing up in and true believers are going to be more, you know, unpopular than ever. We're just not going to be popular. We're not going to build up communities and win the world. We're going to, to pluck people out of the fire of this
0: world as, as it's about to
2: be hurled upon this
0: planet. Yeah, and then never mind. You're, you're, yeah, You're going to have to deal with your crazy neighbors, too. Crazy neighbors <laughs> and crazy relatives. There's always somebody trying to rain on your parade. Always. So yeah. we just have to learn how to, I know the other day, oh, I wanted to tell somebody off so bad. Oh, did I want to <laughs> tell this person off? And the Lord says to me, a soft answer turns away wrath. wrath yeah. So I was glad mm-hmm. I waited. I waited overnight because you, you know how people try to drag you in sometimes, like they try to drag you into a fight and if you respond yeah. too quickly, you're going to get into the fight. So I said, let me sleep on this one. And I just emailed back a soft answer, and I could feel the whole thing just diminish. So yeah, yeah, no. we, we have to be uh, wise as serpents and harmless as does, because there's people that they want to fight with you everywhere you go. There's, you see all these instances where people are, are throwing punches, and they're, uh, how about this, Jackie? How about the fact that they were putting up these Afghan refugees at the Hyatt in Washington, <laughs> D.C.? And our people, American citizens, sleep on the street. Who's putting them up in the Hyatt? You know what's so it's terrible about
3: that?
2: I, uh, when I When I did a tour of the U.K. back in 2014, I, my favorite place in the entire UK was Scarborough. Now Simon and Garfunkel had that song Scarborough, Scarborough Fair, yeah. and it was the most beautiful seaside place. I, I, it was out of a storybook. It was so beautiful, and they had this huge grand hotel that was probably a hundred years old and was up on the hill overlooking the ocean. The most beautiful place. And I read this news story that they put all these. Uh, Afghani refugees inside that hotel, and the the kids were urinating in the elevators and the whole the the, the elevators kept they, they were messing with the buttons they were so there was only one then and was in use and they were defecating and trashing the hallways and it was the most horrible thing in that they totally went in there and just destroyed that hotel and the other guests who complained were, were told that they were racist. So it's like, you know <laughs> they can't just just assimilate and a lot of them don't want to assimilate, you know, if you bring them into the Westland, they don't live like these
1: no from the third world No, it's different.
2: They just are, are, are what now, now I can't say they can't change, but you can't expect that. You know, the the no. these men who think it's fine if 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 if, 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 if the spirit loses their spirit the smallest Move them to go rape a woman. Hey, that's okay in their culture. So they bring those ideas, and that's why. What was it, Sweden? The 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 like a thousand times more rapes than ever when they let all the refugees in. I mean, it was always against one of the locals. You know, it was just. I mean, the,
0: this is the the law of the jungle. You know, just yeah, it's the law in. of the jungle. We just we're just gonna have to. Stay strong. But anyway, how can uh, people reach you now if they want to get in touch with you? Well, they can
2: sign up for my newsletter. I I, I release one once a month and go to ChristianSentinel.com and sign up for the newsletter. I don't post my my um, those those monthly letters that I write and I share the links and stuff of what I've been doing. I don't share those on Facebook or on social media. They only in my newsletter that I put out once a month. So I encourage people to sign up for that in which I do try to look at all the different things that have been going on over the month and how that all shows how close we are to the return of the Lord Jesus, because that's what I have my eyes on in these end times. And yeah. so also you could, you know, send me a friend request on Facebook under under my name and uh, we get into some good discussions there and yeah, yeah. done my youtube channel I, I got some good archives there but I haven't been doing youtube much lately I think I might go back to that in the future Yeah but you can subscribe important. to my yeah. youtube and go back and look at some of the past stuff where I have brought a lot of documentation together so, so it's show and tell <laughs> that I have yeah. done over the years with youtube Yeah
0: so check that out and uh Yeah, Jackie's active every day on Facebook, so she's there. She's there for you. All (laughs) right. (laughs) I'll be there for you. All right, Jackie, thanks a lot. Great program. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. All right, everybody, that is our program for today. And we want to thank our guest, Jackie Alnor, for coming on. Don't forget, you need to contact me, Susan at propheticnews.com. But the most important thing today is, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? How can you live without Jesus in the days that we're living? And you say, well, you know, I go to church and I say my Hail Marys or whatever, whatever religion you belong to. But do you know Jesus Christ as your Savior? Do you know that you're going to go to heaven when you die? You can know that. The only way you can know that is if you get born again. Jesus said in the third chapter of John that ye must be born again. First, you're born of your mother, and then you must be born again of the Spirit of God. Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You might say, well, I don't really sin. I'm a good person. But the Bible says we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And we, we have to ask God ourselves. We can talk to God directly. We don't have to go through a priest or a minister or a rabbi. You can talk to God directly and ask him to forgive you of your sins. Romans 3.10 says as it is written there is none righteous, no not one. Romans 5.12 says wherefore as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin and so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. Romans 6:23 says, "For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord." Romans 5:8, "But God commendeth His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us." Romans 10:9 and10, "That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved." For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So ask the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your life today. No matter what sin you've committed, God can forgive you, and he will, he will forget about it and put it in the past and give you a brand new life. And you can only get peace and joy from the Lord Jesus. Thanks to everybody that stopped by in the chat room today. I appreciate it. And all my listeners that stopped by, be blessed. Stay strong in the Lord and the power of his might.
1: Baby because... is
2: At Idea Public Schools, we're more than
3: K-12 schools that are open to all students. We're dreamers. We're scholars. We're creators. We're leaders. We're the future.
2: And our success
3: starts now.
2: Apply to attend Idea Public
3: Schools for the 2022-2023 school year by visiting ideapublicschools.org. Apply.
6: Well hello Win Dixie. You hear that, bro? Sounds like the most rewarding time of the year.
1: Decks are carts with lots of winning. Fa la 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 Win Dixie meets have got us grinning. Fa la 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 la. Scan the app for points and savings. Fa la 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 la. Perfect peace for all our cravings. Fa la 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 la.
4: Win Dixie. It's, it's a, a win-win. Win. From supply, see store windexy.com for details.